following is a Breaker and Bane Network production. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo, your absolute favorite retro gaming podcast. I hope. Uh, it's episode 185 this week, and uh, yeah, for the third of four weeks, Big Rig Billy Ray is once again going to be joining me, uh, a.k.a. Mitchell Lee, uh, the ring announcer slash country music star, will be joining me as we talk about Kirby's Avalanche. This is a game he picked, like I told you. Uh, he picked two games, I picked two games, and... Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun to dive into uh, into this one. He was a big fan of Kirby, he said, and Kirby's Avalanche was one of his favorites, as was F-Zero. And he was like, the other two, I don't know, man. And I'm like, well, you know, the Super Nintendo, I mean, the, the weird thing is it has such a big catalog. And anytime I ask people to pick games, usually one of the ones they pick is Super Mario Kart. And I'm like, eh, already played it. And they're like, oh, okay. And so, you know, it just kind of happens that way. And so we don't always get to play what they want, but, you know... I mean, we're 185 episodes in. I, I've played 185 Super Nintendo games. When you actually think about that, it's insane. I mean, I know I've had some Sega games in there, but I mean, for the most part, over 100 Super Nintendo games. That's a lot of games. Doesn't matter who you are. A lot of us, I mean, most people didn't have that many. I had a Sega Genesis as a kid. I'm pretty sure I had nine games total. Nine games. That's not very many. So... The fact that I've already played this many, I mean, number one, it shows how vast the catalog is for the Super Nintendo and uh, and how many great games there are. I mean, I know there's some there's some shitty ones, definitely, but there's definitely been a lot of good ones. And uh, me and Big Rig Billy Ray are going to tackle Kirby's Avalanche. I'm excited. I know Kirby was a huge uh, gaming phenomenon back in the uh, the 16-bit era and on the regular Nintendo. And I was never actually never a big Kirby fan. I never played many of the games. Not that I hated it. I just never really was uh, exposed to much of it. So it's going to be really cool to dive into that. And we're going to get that going here in just a little bit. But if you want to support this podcast or anything that me and Bane do, another way you can support is by checking out Bane's World over on iTunes. That's right, Bane's new album, Bane's World. It's actually not that new. Um, I saw on Facebook the other day where we were, or I was promoting it, and that was like a one-year-ago thing. So that, that album's been out for a while. But guess what? It's a great deal. You get seven songs. I love the song Mark Music. If you haven't heard Mark Music yet... It's played at the end of every episode of the Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Awesome song. Tons of wrestling references. If you're a fan of pro wrestling, I think you'll really like this. If you're a fan of hip-hop, I also think you'll really like this. If you're a fan of hip-hop and pro wrestling, it's a travesty if you don't have this album because it's really, really good stuff. You can get it anywhere. You can get music. You can stream it, whatever. Uh, I bought it just because it was a great deal, and I was like, you know what? I love this album. I'm going to buy it. I think I actually pre-ordered it, and I was able to get the... uh, the track Roman Reigns right at pre-order, which was pretty cool. So definitely check out Bane's World. It's over on iTunes, wherever you get your music. I know it's on Spotify, I believe, and, and I don't, I'm not too familiar with the music stuff. That's more on Big Bane, but he's got new albums coming out all the time, so check it out. And right now, it's episode 185. It's Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. It's Kirby's Avalanche. Big Rick Billy Ray's coming up. Let's make it happen. Brian Breaker vs. The Super Nintendo is a Breaker and Bane.com production, and is brought to you by Brian Breaker. Grab the controller, blow the dust out of the cartridge, and join the game.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. And of course, this is episode 185, Kirby's Avalanche. In the last couple of weeks, you got to hear my good pal, Big Rig Billy Ray, as we dove into a couple of classic Super Nintendo games. We've already dove into Frogger, which is, I mean, honestly, Frogger's not even really a classic Super Nintendo game, more of just a classic arcade title. And then also F-Zero, a game he requested. He also requested uh, Kirby's Avalanche. I'm going to dive into it here in just a little bit. But to give you guys a little bit of information about what this game is about here. Kirby's Avalanche, known in Europe as Kirby's Ghost Trap, is a puzzle video game co-developed by HAL Laboratory Compile. It was released by Nintendo in February of 1995, Europe in April of 95. So it was a bit of a, a later Super Nintendo game if it was released in 1995. Interesting. Um, it was the only Kirby game not to be released in Japan. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I haven't dove into a lot of the Kirby games, so that'll be something I definitely have to do since. And I'm going to say it. I got the retro refurb. When you got the retro refurb, you got to dive into Super Nintendo classic games, and Kirby's one of them. In the game, as in all uh, games, you know, Kirby-style games. Uh, groups of two colored blobs fall from the top of the screen. The player must rotate and move the groups before they touch the bottom of the screen or the pile so that the matching colored blobs touch from above, below the left, or the right. Once four or more same colored blobs touch, they will disappear, and any blobs above them will fall down to fill in the space. If the player manages to set off a chain reaction with these blobs, rocks will fall the other player's screen, destroying it and causing them much wow. Which, whoa, excuse me. <laughs> the number of rocks that falls depends on both the number of blobs uh, popped and the number of consecutive chain reactions. These rocks will only disappear if a player manages to pop a group of blobs that are in direct contact with the rock. The game's storyline in Super Pow Pow remains unchanged from the arcade version. Uh, the story plot listed uh, below is from the Western version of the game. King DDD has challenged Kirby and other members of the Dreamland to a ghost trap avalanche competition at the Fountain of Dreams. Kirby decides to take on the challenge, battling his way through the forest and ghost trap slash avalanche matches against any assortment of his old foes from Kirby's Dreamland and Kirby's Adventure, including reoccurring bosses such as Wispy Woods, Krakow, and Meta Knight, and ultimately to a final showdown at the Fountain of Dreams with King DDD. DDD, I, I don't know. It looks like DD, but there's another D in there. It's like DDD, <laughs> whatever the hell, to win the cup. In Europe and Australia, the game was re-released on the Wii's Virtual Console on July the 27th of 2007. And in North America, on September the 24th of 2007, it cost 800 Wii points. And if I remember correctly, Wii points were like... 100 points was a dollar, so that would be like $8, which, if you think about it, is a pretty good deal. I mean, honestly, really, it's not a bad deal. The game is identical to the original release except for one minor change, a cheat code that was given after completing competition mode, which originally had to be entered on controller 2, can now be entered on both controller 1 and 2. A lot of this I really don't know anything about because I don't know a lot about Kirby or Reception. Uh, looks like GamePro gave it a 4.5 out of 5, GameSpot 6.5 out of 10, IGN 7.5 out of 10, um, Nintendo Power 3.425 out of 5, 
Kirby's Avalanche received generally positive reviews, garnering an uh, aggregate score of 74, 74% on game rankings based on seven reviews. IGN awarded the game a 7.5 out of 10, comparing it favorably to Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, another Super Poi Poi clone released for the Sega Genesis in North America. Um, GamePro commented that although Kirby's Avalanche is a rehash of an overdone puzzler theme, it's so well done that it's worth playing. That is, if you don't already have three puzzle games just like it. They particularly praise the graphics and the cuteness of the digitized speech. So there you go. A little bit about Kirby. Um, not a lot. I mean, I don't know a lot about Kirby. And that's where it's nice to have uh, someone like good old Big Rig Billy Ray. Because Big Rig Billy Ray told me he's a huge Kirby fan. And he loves Kirby's Avalanche. And I'm like, well, hell yeah, cowboy. Hell yeah, indeed. That's perfect. Because... I've got this retro refurb, and these games need to be a play-in. So uh, Big Rig Billy Ray will be on his way over. You know, it's weird. All these guys like Dimitri Alexandrov, Big Underscore Bane, the Knight Rider himself, Michael Knight, they all come over every week for four weeks to play games. You'd think I would just record it all at once. Yeah, maybe that's what I should do. <laughs> I'm not peeling back the curtain on that one. No, 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 no. I don't know. You have to do it once a week. Live, live, baby. That's how I roll. So uh, Big Rig Billy Ray will be over again. We will play some Kirby's uh, Avalanche. I'm excited to dive into it. Um, and, you know, I think um, Dimitri Alexandrov, I'm going to get you guys in a little bit of a little bit of info here. He's been hitting me up. He's like, dude, we need to do that again. I'm like, hell yeah, cowboy. What's funny is there was a game that we did not play this last time. And I immediately chose it for the first game for this new one because I was like, oh, I don't know how... I didn't even know that game existed. Truth be told, I had no idea. And he saw it on the Retro Refurb and explained it to me. And I'm like, dude, we so, so need to play that on there. And so I was um, I was all about it. That will be when Dimitri's back. That'll be the first game we play, I do believe. He should be back here um, I don't know if it'll be next week or the week following. I've kind of got it. I'm kind of getting it all figured out here. But uh, I know Big Underscore Bane will definitely be back. I would say uh, um, the Knight Rider himself will probably be back at some point. He seemed to enjoy him, himself on uh, on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. So I'm always getting some reoccurring guests on here. And, you know, if I get to visit my buddies up in Missouri, guys like Elvis Aliaga and Jack Gamble, I'd love for them to be on the show. Just sometimes logistics makes that difficult. But anyway, I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to get Big Rig Billy Ray over here. We're going to play some Kirby's Avalanche. He's going to tell us all about it. He's probably going to school me at these games. I'm prepared for that. I'm prepared to get destroyed. And um, it's going to be a good time. So don't go anywhere. The show's not over yet. In fact, it's just getting started. It's Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Episode 185, Kirby's Avalanche. With my special guest, good pal Big Rig Billy Ray. Don't go anywhere because it's getting ready to get good. See you in a minute. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo will be back in just a moment. And now, Retro Commercials, brought to you by Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. So, Breaker, um... 
I've been trying to lose a little of the LBs, you know, the pounds. You got to lose the LBs. I understand. And uh, I've been trying to find the right gym. I worked out at home for a little bit, but sure. it's, you don't have everything at home. and It's hard to find that complete gym. Yeah. And then, you know, I've tried different gyms, but some are too expensive. Some's too far away. Uh, and, of course. You know, it's got, it's a, gym is all about, you know, the price point and its convenience. Exactly. And I, I also don't like to be around guys that are just like way too huge. It's kind of like, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you want you want to go to a gym where everyone's like nice and slim and trim because you're like that's how I want to be. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're not going to the right gym, dude. I'm not. You know why? You need to go to the brand new, recently opened Macho Man Randy Savage's Slim Gym. I dig it. Absolutely, you can snap into it with all the free weights, all the machines, and all the ability to get nice, slim, and trim. Oh, yeah! Dig it! Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo is back. Round two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back here. And uh, Big Rig Billy Ray's once again joining with me. Big Rig, we are about to dive into Kirby's Avalanche. Yes. This is a requested game from you. Right, I haven't played this game in a really long time either. But you... you it's it was, pretty much Candy Crush. Okay. Yeah. It's like Candy Crush meets uh, Tetris, you know? Okay. You want to get combinations. And I, I'm surprised this, this, this game was fun is because it had battle mode. You know, like where you had two people way play against each other like Tetris. And if I was making good combos, it would drop yeah. an ass load of... It would drop an ass load of blood. Oh, we can't do two-player. Yeah. Yeah, just go mild. You get, like, combos. Select one? Yeah. Yeah, it's been too long to... So, like, it's the color combos. Like, okay, three so... Pur so three purples will explode. Oh, I see. See? So I'm trying to beat you? Yeah, but they've got to be, like, in a square or... Oh, I think it's four, because I just did... Well, I think I think three will. No, it is four. Okay, you're right. Well, it's got five there. Right, making like things the, happen. Like the combos. The combos are what. Uh, oh, I see. They're kind of attaching to themselves. Okay. Right. And like when you get a combo, it drops. See how it drops those. Yeah, yeah. Those coal-looking things on there. I don't know what yeah. you know. Ah, crap. This is really fun. Yeah, it really is. How we got into this game is my parents, uh, they had really liked uh, Tetris. It's and very te Tetris heavy, I would right. say. Right, and Tetris wasn't on Super Nintendo yet. Okay. I don't think. Well, I think that eventually Tetris 2 became a part of it. But. Right, but I think when we got this game, Tetris wasn't there yet, and someone was like, well, if you like Tetris, ah, you'll love this game. And so my parents... Bought it at a pawn shop. <laughs> Solid. Okay, here we go. I'm making things. Oh my gosh! 
Yeah, but if you like, uh, if you like explode things around, around the, uh, the coals or whatever those things are called, it'll like eliminate them for you too. And the goal is to, is to stack the other guy up like so much that he doesn't have any more room. Right. So and I'm like, kind of, I'm trying to. So like the more combos I get, the more the more I send stuff over your way. Right. I see. So okay, it's battle mode. This is fun. Right. A little Doctor Mario esque too. Oh man, I'm in trouble. Yeah, it's 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 cool. It's just you know when I would play games like Candy Crush, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. I think and you like, about got me here. Yeah, and like the. Like, we're playing it on mild, so, like... I guess if it got hard, it would be... It would fall faster is what it does. It oh, falls I see. Faster. I think we probably ought to keep it in mild. <laughs> yeah, it gives you less... It gives you, like, more... Less time to think about your your mood, you know? Yeah. It's a fun game, though. I enjoy it. Yeah, my, my sister... What I liked about this game is my mom and my dad and my sister, we all liked it, and we would have, like, little competitions, you know? Sure, and it kind of brings the family all together. Yeah, you It's know. always fun when you have a game like that where everybody can kind of play and enjoy it. Right. Oh, damn. Like, if you hold the arrow button down, it'll move it quicker. It'll shoot it down fast for you, buddy. I'm seeing you got to be kind of careful because yeah, if you shoot it down too fast, it won't go where you want it to go. I just realized that. Well, I'm doing actually worse this round. I'm not able to get anything together. It's hard to play games and think about what you're going to say clever on the... Yeah, well, that's why I like to have a guest on here, because it's it's hard to throw a, a live commentary <laughs> right. over it. Yeah, well, you just mopped the floor with me on that one. You beat me in a minute and 25. We definitely have time for another, another round of this. This is a fun game. Like, this would definitely be a game... Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. I think you need, uh, this has got to almost have to be a two-player game, though. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's no fun playing the computer. No. Yeah, but, uh, I come from, like, a really super competitive, competitive family, so, like, this shit would get kind of crazy sometimes. Oh, I can see that happening yeah. very easily. Like my dad, he's he like he's super competitive. He's like the guy who will throw the Monopoly board across. Yeah, that's the, bullshit. Yeah. What's funny is my dad told me he played a sorry with my niece and nephew the other day. <laughs> my nephew's four and he lost and he got mad. <laughs> yeah. And, and got ticked off and threw it around and yeah. all that stuff. And I guess the next time they played he won and then he was all happy. That's, that's about right. Yeah. He 
Well, you probably uh, have to encounter that a lot, right? Like teaching kids like not to be bad sports with because you teach karate with your dad. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And that's and that's another thing too is like with with attitude and all that stuff. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those things you kind of have to just nip it in the butt right when it happens. Right. When those coal things drop down, it really throws everything off. Oh, yeah, especially if you're, like, trying to work on a, a pattern. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be honest, the four in a row kind of makes it difficult. If it was three, like, Candy Crush would be a little easier. Right. Totally agree. And, like, the, the longer the game goes on, I think the quicker they start to move, too, it feels like. Yes. Yeah, I feel like you kind of have the edge on this game. You've never you definitely played do. it. You and definitely have, do. Yeah. How about this? Since you beat me three times in a row, you go up to mile, or you go up a level, and I'll stay where I'm at. All right, cool. How's, how's that sound? Cool. Let's see if we can... Uh... We'll make this shit interesting. Oh, spicy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, my shit's falling fast. Also about this is it tells you what your next one is. It's hard to it's hard to pay it's hard attention. To, yeah, it's hard to look up at it and be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I have all this time to decide what I'm gonna do here. Oh shit. Yeah, this is gonna be hard. Might have been off more than I can chew. <laughs> no, I did just say what level you 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 raised the stakes there. Yeah, a little well, bit. you know, it's big rig style. <laughs> When you get one of those ones, it's like, where the hell do I put this at? You know, it's like you just don't even know where to put it. And you got like two seconds to decide. There you go, that works. Ah. Oh, I got one. That's right, I got this though. I'm, I'm gonna win this time. I'm not going for combos. <laughs> Was they just going too fast for you? Yeah, they're going fast, but I'm gonna stick the spicer. See what happens here. I always had a, I had a Sega as a kid, but I always wanted the regular Nintendo. I got a, I wanted a Sega initially because that's what my cousin had and I liked it. Right. But then I actually, you know, because you know, when you're a kid, you don't really get a chance to play out everything. Right. And then I, I played the Super Nintendo and I was like, I really like this better. And it had more games that I liked. I mean, I still like the Sega, don't get me wrong. But. Right. 
What I liked about Sega is that the Mortal Kombat games had the blood in it in yes. the first game. That what you know, Nintendo eventually got with the program and put blood in the next ones. Yeah. But the original Mortal Kombat, the blood on what Super Nintendo didn't have blood in it. Yeah. But uh, didn't you have to put it in with a code, or do they not have it at all? I. I I don't think they had it. At, they might have had it with a code. That's a good question. No, I think it seems like they should have if they yeah. didn't. Well, I remember at one point the game, uh, the the Mortal Kombat game, the initial. What is going on here? Oh, I need your controller. <laughs> I can't restart. Here we go. The initial Mortal Kombat game didn't have blood. Then the second one, I was thinking it did. And the third one, you could turn it on and off, maybe. Well, no, like on Mortal Kombat One. I remember correctly. I'm serious on this. It didn't have blood in it on Nintendo, but Sega it had. Well, blood. that's what I'm basing this off of. Is yeah. Sega, I guess. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I played. The, 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 the first game I think had the Mortal Kombat One had blood in it, but only on Sega. You, you didn't have it in in uh, in uh, Super Nintendo. Ni- Super Nintendo, but Mortal Kombat Two and Three and everything they got with the program after that. Interesting. So anyway, Kirby's Avalanche, solid game. I mean, it's simple, but it's fun. Yeah, I like it. It's a good one. Better than Frogger. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit better. Anyway, thanks for being on, brother. All right, man. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Episode 185, Kirby's Avalanche. And there you have it. It was a fun game. I enjoyed it. Uh, Very Candy Crush-like, as Big Rig Billy Ray pointed out. Uh, But a fun game. Not what I was expecting. But I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It was a fun one to play. It was a nice change of pace from what we've uh, played so far this month. You know, of course, we had uh, um, the initial game of F-Zero, which was a fun racing game. And then, you know, we dove into uh, Frogger, which was like, yeah, it was, it was fun. But it was very challenging. Um, oddly enough, more challenging than I expected. And, like, I knew what Frogger was, how it's like, you know, you go across the street and... And we were only on the first level. Me and Big Rig did not do well, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, Kirby's Avalanche, a lot of fun. Like, I will say this. Um, all three of these games actually are games I'm probably going to play again. And, like, there's some games we've had on here, you know, like Arrow the Acrobat or um, Mr. Nuts and some of these ones. I'm like, I'm never going to play that again just because it wasn't that fun. This was. This was a blast. I really enjoyed it, and I hope uh, I hope to, uh, to dive into it again. That's the beauty of the Retro Refurb. That's right. I'm going to talk about it all the time because the machine is amazing. And uh, the ability to play all these games uh, is so much fun, and I really enjoy it. Anyway, thank uh, big, a big shout-out once again to Big Rig Billy Ray, a.k.a. Mitchell Lee. He will be back on again next week for our final game of this installment. I'm very excited about that. And uh, then we're going to have another guest checking in. Uh, maybe an old favorite, maybe somebody new. We'll see. We'll see how things roll there. Um, but thank you guys for checking out Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo nonetheless. And if you want to support me or this podcast, a good way you can do that is by checking out my t-shirt store, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. I have 14 shirts available, including the new Breaker Retro shirt, me as a Hasbro action figure, the Hell Yeah Cowboy shirt from Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I've got, oh man, the, the Ninja Turtles design, the Spider-Man design, the Mortal Kombat design, so many amazing shirts, all of them available, only $19.99 plus shipping, uh, and they do 20% off all the time. I know they have one coming up this summer, 
I know they do it every year around Christmas time for uh, Black Friday. So, you know, take advantage of those sales. When you see one, pick you up a shirt and uh, let people know you're all about it. It's, it's really good and it helps support uh, this podcast. It helps support me personally. And you get a really cool shirt out of it. So it's, a, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. So check that out. And also check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash BBPH. For a dollar a month, you get exclusive podcasts, behind-the-scenes videos, information that nobody knows about what we're going to be doing on upcoming episodes of Breaker Mates Power Hour. So it can all, all be there and available for you. Um, so check that out, patreon.com forward slash BBPH. And also check out our Redbubble store. Uh, we've always had an issue trying to help, uh, trying to show people how to find it, but it's actually very simple. Redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash BBPH. So it's a little bit of a longer address, but it's easy to find. We've got, you know, the Breaker Mains Power Hour logo shirt and so many other shirts available there um, at the Redbubble store. So check that out. And big thank you once again to Big Rig Billy Ray. I'm Brian Breaker ODR on, uh, on Twitter at Brian Breaker on Instagram. This was Kirby's Avalanche. And once again, thank you for joining me on this fantastic 16-bit journey through the world that is retro gaming. I'm Brian Breaker, and I will see you guys in seven days.